Hey, welcome to another episode of the New York Comedy Club podcast brought to you by Paperhouse Network. I am your host, Nick Angelo, and today I am joined by two of my favorite guys of all time, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Fellas, how are you? I'm glad that you guys are here. How are you guys doing? We were just talking about where your current locations are. What's up, buddy? I uh, Yeah, I'm in, uh, I'm in South Jersey right now. Uh, King of the boardwalk, as I like the self-proclaimed title. Uh, I've been down here for like three months, just laying low, playing it right. I'm at the uh, governor's office in Michigan, making sure <laughs> no action pops off. Get ready to kick ass. Excellent. You, uh, look like you're in the, right. you, you look like you're in the waiting room of the VFW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signing my membership card right now. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm at my mommy's house. In, Where's uh, that at? Southeastern Pennsylvania. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Southeastern Pennsylvania. No, you're I, the only person from, from Philadelphia that I know that refers to it as Southeastern Pennsylvania. I'm, my whole life, never heard anybody refer to it. I don't want some goon from South Philly beat me up one day because I said I'm from Philly. Yeah, that suburbs of Philly. I've, I've met a lot of people from Philly, and usually when you ask them where they're from, they just say Philly. Then you look at their ID, it's like, that says Westchester. King of Prussia is not Philadelphia, sure. so I'm glad. I'm glad HX sticks with it. He he sticks to the actual location where he's from. Yeah. Plus, I don't really think it goes uh, too much further than the region that I'm in. You know what I mean? You never know who's out there looking for me. Trying to keep him guessing. <laughs> so the only person looking for you is your mom, and you're in her fucking <laughs> man cave right now. They're at Home Depot. Uh, man, you know what's funny about this is you guys were scheduled to come on the podcast, and I texted h like the morning of and i was like hey i don't know everyone's freaking out about this thing going around so we're going to close up the studio and we're not going to be able to do the podcast I'll oh my god that's right that's right i'll get you guys in soon and then that was like 10 weeks ago and here we are via zoom doing podcasts like it's like it's the new the new thing i forgot about that we because we also had i think we had that one and then was that on like a Tuesday? I forget when, whenever that was supposed to be. It was the beginning of the week around like March 14th. The last time I walked into your comedy club was March 13th. And it was right around that time because yeah. shit was getting weird. Well, we had uh, we had our schedule recording. We had Carly, I believe it was Carly Aquilino scheduled for like that Thursday or something. Mm-hmm. Like the Thursday before the city shut down. Yeah. So Still want to like, do it? <laughs> yeah, you're like, I say we do it, man. I'm like, yo, I've been quarantined for a week. If I get corona because I went to record a podcast with you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Dude, you remember those, remember those last couple of days? I felt it in the moment a little bit, like towards like the very last couple of days. But like I really had time to look back on it and reflect on it. Those shows, man, as that like thing started to get like much heavier around the city, it was such an odd thing. Like the, like the way the audience responded, like you know, it was it was, it, it was just bizarre. It felt like being on the Titanic, the entire was, city. There was a weird vibe, dude. I, I mean, at one point, I was like making sure I had gas in my car and I had like a thousand dollars in cash in my passport just in case shit hit the fan, dude. I had a go bag ready. This guy's got a 45 and some Kruger in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Around week three of this, I was seriously thinking, like, we might have to go buy a gun. I don't know what's going to happen. A lot of people did, man. A lot of yeah, people a lot of, caught up in it. Yeah. A yeah. lot of uh, people who may or may not be my family members. <laughs> <laughs> you better yeah, get your AR-15 now. Tell you that. It's I got crazy. one for you on the truck. 
crazy to think that like, cause at the, at that time age, when I called you or text you saying, Hey, we got to cancel. I'm like rolling my eyes in the back of my head. Like, this is so dumb. This is so dumb. This is going to be the flu. We're all freaking out when you're buying toilet paper. What do you think this is a blizzard? And then like literally two weeks after that, I'm on the complete <laughs> other side. Like we're all going to die. Don't look at me. You're going to make me melt. Oh, like there was like a freaking zombie apocalypse. And now I'm almost swung back the other side. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm over it. We can't live in a bubble anymore. If you're, you're going to get it, you're going to get it. It's just like, it's just crazy. Like how <laughs> vote like, for Nikki. Huh? Yeah, right? Right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. You can't, you can't listen to anybody on the news, tell you what to do. Cause it's just like, well, this jerk off doesn't know. They're just trying to make a profit somehow. And it's just been like, it's been nutty. I mean, I don't know if you guys are still like, you know, concerned. I don't know if you ever were. I was, dude, I, I mean, for a couple of weeks, I thought I had it. I was, like, writing out my will and shit. I was getting my affairs in order, dude. I thought I had the big one. What so, did I get? What did I get? You got you got the podcast and half the Patreon. Um, <laughs> half, it's your just, team, the, the, half your T-Mobile, Bill. <laughs> the other half of the Patreon goes to my kin. Um, and the rich the pod kid, with and, your mom? And, and, and the rich kid, Richard. <laughs> yeah, you, my mom, and stepdad doing the podcast together. Um, but I thought I had it for a while, but now I'm over it. I mean, like I see people, I've seen my family and stuff. Like, I mean, we have barbecues like out and it's just like, everybody's in their house until we're to you know what I mean? I'm not like, you know, making out with strangers on the street or anything. And I'm still washing my hands 15,000 times a day. But you know, if I get it hanging at six feet, away, if I get it sitting next to somebody outside, I'm going to get it at some point. I'm not going to make it out of this thing clean, you know? See, that's healthy people talk. I'm, I'm not running around, running my mouth saying, if I get it, I get it. If I get it, I'm fucked. So I'm, that's the, those words aren't coming out of my mouth, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'm staying away. I don't want the Rona. The <laughs> no, Rona. Um, better, not get, better not get me in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> You're just underwater. Can it get you underwater? <laughs> Diving for quarters Wait, all day. You, you can get coronavirus by keeping your shirt on in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, I would have been dead in twelfth grade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on the beach with my shirt on. I want to catch corona, everybody. <laughs> the the thing with having masks on the beach, though, I I wouldn't even want to go to the beach if I had to wear a mask. Buddy, I was at the beach last that would weekend. Drive me with, crazy. I was at the beach last weekend with ten thousand people. There wasn't a mask in sight. We're yeah, hanging, but that's North cleaning. Wildwood. That's that's not that's barely America. All right, that's, it's <laughs> no, like, this is this is fucking God's. Country, it's like okay? Ecuador, Guatemala, North Wildwood. Okay, <laughs> dude, you're in a split level house in Bluebell right now. What are you talking about? Yeah, we got classy people walking around here. Um, oh shit! I I mean southeastern. Forget cut out Bluebell. I mean southeastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> prank caller. Prank caller. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll edit that we'll put a we'll put a cow noise in now for that yeah it's okay yeah, yeah but uh speaking of the podcast you guys you know last time you were on the show and um don't worry kevin i'm not gonna make you chug a beer uh, that was hiding in the garbage can like the last time oh yeah that sneak attack well yeah. yeah i'm a weirdo when it comes to that stuff anyway and you probably what was what was that you iced him or what the hell is it called no, no, I cause, cause kevin does kevin does those youtube videos when he chugs a beer oh the beer taste. review that's I, right i love them i think they're hilarious thank I you i always love them so i want what i wanted to do <laughs> was like get him to chug a beer on 
on the podcast and have them do the review. And I wanted to surprise them. So what I did. Yeah, he handed me like a 40 of weed beer. And he yeah, pulled, it he like, pulled out of the, pulled out of the trash can. He's like, yeah, here you go. I'm like, I want to give him like a weird, like a weird one. So like he, like I CBD nitrine. Like, yeah, I wanted yeah. to not like it. And it was like it, the, the label on it looked like a breaking bad. So I was like, oh yeah, it's like breaking bud. And I was like, yeah, oh, I'll give yeah, him this one, right. and he'll chug it. It'll be funny, and he'll be like, not bad. You know, but like, then, you, then you, like, opened it with your hand or something like well, that. Well, no, we had, like, we didn't have, like, a bottle opener. I didn't want him to see it, so I put it in, like, an empty trash can. But, like, apparently Kevin is a uh, germaphobe and, like, saw that and was like, I Big don't time. Well, it was also, like, it was also a 40-ounce warm beer. You're like, here you go. I'm like, all right. It, it was light outside still. It was, like, 2.30 in the afternoon. Well, you know, I can't just be chugging 40s at 2 in the <laughs> afternoon. Speaking of which, I had an IPA at lunch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Talk about giving up. <laughs> Woo, I'm, dude, I'm ready to hit the shower and watch Nightline. <laughs> fall asleep. Well, last time you were on, we were talking about a couple things you guys had in the works. But uh, since then, you've launched a new podcast uh, entitled Are You Garbage? Uh, and it's, it's hysterical. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. You guys want to explain to the listeners what it's all about? Buddy, well, thank you so much, man. First yeah, of all, it's very you. nice of you to say. We appreciate it. And, yeah, Kippy and I have a, have a brand-new show called Are You Garbage? And um, it kind of came from the idea that, you know, we both feel that uh, whether you're rich, poor, one of the things that binds us all together is that, you know, we're all, we all do trashy things. So we sit down with, uh, with a comedian each week, and we find out uh, a lot of things about how they grew up, what their eating habits were when they grew up, what they're like now, and, you know, just kind of determine whether they're, they're trashy or not. Some people were trashy when they were a kid and then aren't trashy now because of those lessons, and some people are just garbage all the way through, and some people were, like, from, like, a strict household, and now they're trash. Do you, do you find that some people realize that, like, they didn't know? that they're oblivious to how trashy yeah, they are. Yeah. We're seeing, well, we're seeing a little bit of that. There's certain traits that they, the thing is like you grow, everybody grows up a certain way and you don't know. And then you see like, you know, for instance, Foley drinks milk, fully drank milk for dinner all growing up, which I find insanely weird, but like to him it's normal. So it's like, we find people have that stuff coming out where they're like, Holy shit. I didn't even think about it, but that is trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Drinking milk at dinner is trashy. <laughs> it ain't classy, but Nick, I'll tell you that much. I don't. I mean, I, there's no Rockefeller sitting down with a glass of two percent and you know a T-bone steak. I know Nikki drank milk growing up. I'll tell you that. Yeah, probably a think, glass of milk and a hamburger helper. In front yeah, how do you think I got so big? You know, this is how I got so strong. Is my mom. yeah? I'm starting to see a recurrence between you two. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the podcast, and uh, we um. We've been able to have some really great guests on. Uh, we just had Dan Soder on today. Uh, his episode's out now. We had Paul Verzi. Um, Mark Norman, Joe Liss, Louis J. Gomez. Christina Hutchinson, Corinne Fisher, Nate McIntosh. We had uh, Mike Feeney. We had Ian Fidance. We had Mike Cannon. Carly uh, Aquilino. Carly Aquilino. Akash Singh. Um, we have the Real girls. star-studded from, uh, event. Girls Gotta Eat are going to be on there. It's and um, hitters there. Yeah, and we got we got a, we got a few more big ones coming out. So it's really worked out. It's a really fun game. People like to play along, and you know it's all very lighthearted and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's fun. It really gets people's you know nostalgia going for like when they when when they were growing up and all that kind of stuff, which is which is great. Yeah, a couple of the, a couple of the episodes that I've listened to, it's there's definitely a nostalgia thing where I'm like, hey, I used to do that all the time, mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. just like, oh man, does that make me garbage? Oh, that that's the that's the. 
disappointing. It's a little depressing that I'm a trash person, but yeah, it's well, fun. You to, grew up where in the suburbs of Pittsburgh? Yeah, I grew up in Pittsburgh, South yeah. Hills of Pittsburgh. I mean, that is the epitome <laughs> of trash. I mean, we have if hills are involved, that's yeah. Trash. We got three rivers, and if you mix the rivers, that's how you get gout. So, yeah, you know, we're, dude, Pittsburgh's a different as a different breed of people sometimes. There is something about Pittsburgh that if you if you put on the Food Network or any sh- one of those shows, travel shows, and they visit Pittsburgh. Guy Fieri's ripping through the town. It's just like 60% of the people are wearing sports gear. There is a oh, it's all. Dude, everybody's in a Steelers jersey, Steeler hat. Man. There's no place on earth that does that more than Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Like to the point, like that's just what you, that's what you wear. Like if you're like going out to a nice dinner in Pittsburgh and like, Hey, you got to get dressed up. You're like, Oh, I better put on my away Malkin Jersey, you know, but put, put on the yes. white. What do you, th- what do you think's trashier? Uh, cause, cause the Steelers one stick out in my mind was the Steelers starter jacket trashier than the Steelers leather jacket. Oh no! See, starter to me. I I've seen plenty of Steelers was, leather jackets and been like, "What the yeah, fuck?" That's cool though. Leather's all right. <laughs> no, but see, I, the leather, leather, hey, leather ain't bad. I'm gonna go the opposite. I'm gonna go the opposite. I think because starter jackets is like just what you wore. It's whatever it was. It was hip. And was fashion, uh, once yeah. once they got dirty though, it was. Oh yeah. Well, here's here's the here, here's an even here's an even deeper cut on the, the S the, is mitts is not missing on the zipper. That's if, if you had your team's starter jacket class through and through, but if you lived in southeastern Pennsylvania <laughs> and you had like a Charlotte Hornets teal fucking starter jacket, that was trashy because you just took whatever you could get at the TJ Maxx. But if you had your team, then it's great. Oh, the team. That's well, always so that. weird to me when you see see a guy walking around Philly with a fucking Dolphins hoodie on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, so? yeah, that's <laughs> yeah because Your that grandma was a, give you that. What's going on here? The TJ masks or uh, we had Gabriel Brothers, which is just you know discount shit, and it was always like. <laughs> Two dudes selling shit out of their car. You would just get these jerseys that didn't have names. They weren't even related. Or just like, (laughs) just the city name as the name on the back of the jersey, and people would walk around wearing that. Yeah, that was, yeah. That's, um, this is also, I mean, this was a question I had in mind for the actual show. But what is the trashiest level of jersey between basketball, football? Like to see someone out, not not at the sporting event, not watching the game. If you see someone in a basketball jersey, what's trashier? Baseball, basketball, football, hockey? Uh, well, I think see, baseball would be the classiest. I think baseball and I think hockey because just because hockey is um, – they're expensive. Yeah, they're expensive. Plus, it's usually worn in, in the winter, which makes sense because it is, like, functionable. It's warm and all that kind of stuff. I think it's between – it's between basketball and football, but mainly whichever player just recently left the team, and they're wearing the old. It's not. It's not quite a throwback yet because it's. Oh man! If season. you're if you're only a couple of seasons off of somebody's jersey, that's yeah. always bad too. Yeah, you're not. You're... Unless they were like an all like on the team for twenty years, like you could wear a Brian Dawkins jersey whenever that was respectable because he was with the Eagles for so long. But if you were wearing like you know, yeah, you're wearing I don't Antonio even know. Brown Steeler jerseys, you're trash. Yes, exactly. Yeah, for yeah, more yeah. reasons than that. But that, yeah, you're trash. You yeah, think, for other for you other go reasons. in, you walk into these stores, and you see them all the discount jerseys. They're twenty bucks. It's like, oh man, I can get this Emmett Smith Cowboys jersey. It's like, well, he's a Cardinal now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. it's an Emmett Smith Cowboys jersey. So like, all right, that's that's trash. 
That is pretty trashy. I think, I think, well, basketball is kind of fashionable, like a basketball jersey. They've had their time, you know, you can wear that on the beach. That's kind of functional as well. It's like a, it's a tank top, you know. Uh-huh. There's no, there is no, absolutely no reason to be wearing a football jersey with a pair of jeans ever. You should yeah. never, not, I mean, unless you're going to a game, but you, should, you shouldn't be suiting up in a football jersey to go anywhere. The ultimate garbage look is you throw a turtleneck underneath one of those things. <laughs> I got a couple of cool pictures with that. My junior year in high school, I wore Woo! a jersey to school every day, an alternate one. I had six football jerseys, and I wore it to. I just put them on a rotation, and every year my junior year in high school, I wore a football jersey. That's trashy. Yeah, yeah, that's a real, that's a real garbage right that's there. A, that's a pretty trash move. Not to mention that's probably that's probably like what five hundred dollars worth of jerseys. Yeah, I mean, I was getting them at J.C. Penny, so they were a little bit. Uh, they were Authentic. Little, <laughs> pennies ain't bad though. Pennies is a. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That wasn't a jersey. That was a t-shirt, buddy. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> that was a heavy t-shirt. J.C. Penny did not sell jerseys. <laughs> the t-shirt jersey. Don't get me started on the t-shirt jersey. That's. Uh. But no, there's, a, there's another word for them, like jerseys. They're called jerseys. <laughs> the T-shirt jersey is called a jersey. Sharbage <laughs> is what it's called. Sharbage. <laughs> no, these, these jerseys at pennies, they were like screen press. They weren't like knitted on or anything. They yeah, were, they were called. They're we they're they're called the championship jerseys. The yeah, champion they just, jerseys. They were like forty bucks a pop, and I had like six Great. or seven of them. And I had a Jerome Bettis Steelers one that was just all yellow, which didn't actually exist in the world of the NFL. But I had this jersey, and I wore it to school once, and some kid was like, oh, my God, you look like the sun. And I never wore it again. Oh, that's a tough uh, loss. It's yeah, tough. I mean, looking back on it, it's hilarious. But, you know, at, at the time. I've gotten hit with that, wearing bright colors. Yeah. They get you. Kids are mean. Kids say are, that. Yeah, yeah you're a real gem yourself. <laughs> it still hurts now, too, when I walk by the school. Yep. Oh, yeah. Big guys can't wear red unless you want to get the, the hey, Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, that one hurts. I was, I, we, you know, I was crushing Kool-Aid during the quarantine in the early days. Crushing. The early days of the quarantine. It's been 10 weeks. <laughs> the first, like, two, three weeks, we got Kool-Aid every week at the grocery store. Fucking awesome. What? Like, pre... Wait, the, what? The, pow- the powder. Mix it up, throw it in the fridge, dude. Give that like a good forty-eight hours. Woo! Ice cold, buddy. Ice cold. What's trashier, Kool Aid or Tang? Tang, not even a question. Yeah, but they put because tang Tang's on the trying to be right? Tang's trying to be something else. Tang wants to be orange juice. If we ha- if we had this conversation in nineteen eighty five, I would have told you uh, Kool Aid was garbage. But Tang Tang was like what like. Fancy people, like upper middle class people, tried to have to like look to look, you know, sophisticated. But now it's fucking complete garbage. What kind of garbage are you hanging out with? Where people who want to be sophisticated drink tang? <laughs> oh my god, dude! They pour. They the wanted to show show off and show it off on the breakfast table back in the day. <laughs> That's new money shit right there. Flexing with a <laughs> flexing with a glass of tang. <laughs> I think I'll have two spoonfuls today. <laughs> Is the market up? I think I'm going to have two spoonfuls. <laughs> uh, I only take my tag in the good crystal. Yeah. Somebody checked the results on a dog track. <laughs> I might be living it up today. Do you call yourself a music fan? Are you the one making the playlist for all the parties? 
then you've got to listen to the Pinch Music Podcast, where we interview musicians, engineers, producers, and music lovers of all types. We even put together playlists for any and all occasions. So if you want to have the Beatles vs. Stones debate, pick up some engineering tips, or just discover a new artist, you got to check out the Pinch Music Podcast. All a part of the Paperhouse Network. Have you guys been doing uh, online shows? H, I know you've been hosting the New York Comedy Club shows on Zoom, and you've been doing a wonderful job with that. Um, Thank you, buddy. Are you? I mean, how are you guys handling the uh, the lack of stage time right now? What are you guys doing? I'm not even worried about it. I mean, I, you know, there's nothing you can do. I don't. I don't necessarily think Zoom shows are a good substitute. Like, you know, it's you know. So I'm just going whatever. I'm yeah, just, the Zoom the Zoom shows that that we've been doing in our comedy club are very you know they have more of a podcast feel. Yeah. So that's so that's real fun, and you know me and this knucklehead between uh between are you garbage and and hard feelings we were we were crushing out you know a podcast a day. So you know I think that does keep you like you know a little bit sharp as far as you know keep the the funny bone moving. Um, I don't know. I kind of stunk before. I fucking. <laughs> Plus, Foley's getting a lot I'm of time scared, off. I'm scared I'm going to come back and forget most of my material. And I've been thinking lately, if are we all going to be doing the same jokes after this? Or is everybody going to be starting fresh? No one's starting fresh. No? I mean, okay. no. no we, what are you, uh, Seinfeld and comedian? Who does that? No one just starts fresh like that. I just want everyone to know. We uh, actually we talked about this numerous times on the podcast. And actually, and uh, I've said this before, is like I'm looking forward to the day when we open back up and all the comics oh, come yeah. up on stage, I mean, it's going to be so rusty and so bad. It's going to be great, but you're quickly going to see the best of the best and who separates themselves as a legit comic and someone who was just doing this as a hobby. Um, and so like, I'm looking forward to that. I, I'm sure, you know, Mark Norman told us, you know, yeah, you're going to have a couple, you know, elephant in the room quarantine jokes, say, you know, three minutes and get it, get it out of the way. And then, Let's see what you've been writing. You know, what, what have you been working on? You know, you have all the time in the world to write. Let's see. Let's see what you got. And sure, it needs to get Ugh. crafted in front of an audience. Sure. But, I think know, everybody's I mean, going to end up having just like a surplus of premises. You know what I mean? Of like, oh, man. Hey, uh, you I, want, oh, well, you're talking about you want premises, buddy. I got fucking books of premises upstairs. Actual finished jokes. That's another yeah. story. <laughs> you oh, got yeah. about four minutes of them. No, I'm just saying, well, like you can't iron out punchlines. You know what I mean? So it's like you can, you're still continuously having funny thoughts that you would write down on your phone mm-hmm. and then go work them out one night. But now that that's not happening, you're just going to end up having 400, you know, let's see if this works type of thing and then continue to further develop it. So th- theoretically in a year, we'll all be killing it. We'll have fresh, fresh sets. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's, but, f- that's what I'm gets, saying. Is that Sorry, I God. think the uh, I think that you know in a, yeah in a, you're right in a year, you, you know the good comics are going to have killer sets, but I think a lot of comics are going to just struggle, and they're not because they're all just premises as you said, and they're not going to have you know that they're not going to have a go to anymore, and they're not going to have the tried and true, and they're going to have to struggle. And good comics know how to struggle and then get sure. better from that. I think a lot of uh, younger comics comics who do this as a hobby they're gonna that they're already phased out they've already like packed up and moved home or realized they can live without it and then it's not you know they're not going to be like oh i'm going to go spend when you're in it and you're blinded by the like when you're in the struggle every day that's all you're thinking about but now that you're out and you're not doing it like people are going to rush back to go 
wait in line to do late night or like, you know what I mean? Like people are going to be like, uh, I, I just lived for, you know, four months without that. I'm not, I'm not going to go stand in line to hopefully get in front of three people on stage. You know what I mean? That's going to phase out so many people. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing. I think uh, I think it's we, a great thing. We were telling yeah. we were telling Chuck Nice this last week. Uh, you know, this is it's going to really you know in a year from now, as H just kind of mentioned, like you're we're going to have a lot of really really good comics doing some stuff, and I think there's going to be a, a resurgence of the live stand up comedy because it's going to be gone for a while. And it's, you know, even when we reopen, it's still going to be like, well, we can only have 30 people here and then we can have 40 people, but you know, don't sit next to each other. It's going to be a while before we get that 120 people crammed at fourth street. And it's just, you know, popping from wall to wall with laughter. <sighs> but when that's yeah. happening, but when that finally does happen, there's going to be a resurgence of like the standup comedy and people are going to be like, we got to go to this live show. Cause we miss it. We miss it so much. Packed house, hot chicks, beers flowing. Woo! A couple of guys hanging out. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I think it'll go back. I think it'll. I don't think there's going to be lack of demand. I think as the government allows it to reopen, it will fill up just as quick. Um, just because, I mean, people, especially in New York, have been sitting in their apartment. For, they're going to be have been sitting in their apartment for four months, not doing anything not getting sick people are like nobody knows anybody that died from this or whatever like so it's not like people are going to be already willing to risk it at that point they're gonna be like yeah man let's fucking go to a comedy show yeah I don't, well i don't know if you mean you guys are out of town but i mean astoria i mean fully you live in astoria it's you want to talk about trash saturday and sunday <laughs> if the sun's out i mean all the bars are open it's you know broadway and astoria has turned into bourbon street you know, 30th Avenue, there's just people like there's lines around the block to these bars that now can serve to go drinks. And everyone's sure. just out drinking on the street, having a great time. As if like, I'm, I'm going back, dude. That's I'm about awesome. to start the kind car. Of Let's go. Foley, I mean, get some I'm, beads. I'm texting, I'm texting my buddies like, hey, you want to have some sidewalk drinks this weekend? You know, as long as we're wearing our masks, who cares? Like, it, people are just, over it, dude. Yeah, people it are is. over it. Especially now with the, the weather getting nicer and like the numbers. The funny thing is the numbers still aren't going down. Like they're still up. Like if this if it was your bank account, we'd still be making money. Crazy, crazy going up. They're yeah, literally crazy going up. Well, everywhere else, because no one else took the proper precautions. New York, it's just like, I mean, half the people already had it. And we've all been exposed to it. You can't tell me that we haven't been <laughs> exposed and that most of us are probably carriers, you know. So yeah. like, we still have to be smart, but I just I think people are over it and they're done. And I think let's just hope that there's not a second wave in like October or November, but as of oh, right there's going to be for sure. Don't be fucking up Halloween now. Don't be fucking up Halloween. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't think many people mentally can handle another shutdown or especially business wise. You know, a lot of smaller businesses are going to get crushed if this goes happens again. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I'm no expert and I don't think the experts are experts either. So I, what do I know? True. Yeah. I do feel bad for the small bit, like the pizza place that was supposed to open, like that opened up on like March 12th or something. They were like, my buddy, Monday's our day. And then it opens up. They're like, Oh Jesus. (laughs) There's so many spots. Cause you, you know, New York's always ever changing and all these places come and go and like so many spots. And just in my little neighborhood, we're about to open. You're like, oh, man, this place is ready to open. Mm-hmm. Just, they're just got to be getting crushed financially. Yeah, man. 
They're just never going to open. They're just never going to open. Well, I saw that. I mean, somebody it's been going around, I think, uh, Prez from Barstool tweeted and then Trump actually retweeted it, but it was like, it was this guy in Boston who's like, I worked 25 years to build this small business. And like, I'm just supposed to let it go at this point. Like I'll, he's like, I'd, I'd risk having, or I'd risk my chances with getting Corona and then surviving Corona rather than just like completely financially give up everything I've ever worked for. And I'm like, I kind of get that as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a tough situation, especially, especially when you don't, like you said earlier, like, Oh, we don't know anyone who died from this. Well, I'm sure it's not that the degree of separation is not that far. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, but I'm just saying like, but like yeah, I think everybody right. braced themselves for like, this is going to be the worst fucking thing in the world. So everybody braced themselves for like tragedy and you know, this pandemic, it is a pandemic, but I mean like, you know, really affecting our lives moving forward, not just like, you know, in, in quarantine and stuff. Um, and then it didn't, and a good thing, like we flattened the curve, like, you know, science has worked to not let it get that bad. So it's, but I think people are like, yeah, man, if I'm going to, I'm going to roll the dice and see, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, well, one, one, the one nice thing is that we've all, we're all going through it and not to be like, you know, typical commercial, but like. Uh, no one knows no one has the answers it's not like oh yeah remember when this happened five years ago like well no one knows what the hell's going on and it's kind of like yeah that's good i'm glad no one else knows what's going on now i don't feel like a complete idiot i know it was a it was a bit on uh 30 rock when they did uh they like pre-shot the tv special for the vague tragedy you remember that they like remember that to get it to be the first people to uh-huh. be able to to be the first network to put out a thing, uh, you know, a fundraiser or whatever, a tribute to a natural disaster. They shot it before the natural disaster happened. It was just very vague with it. And I swear to God, I saw like a commercial that did that. They're like, we are the, not once did they mention the year or the pandemic or anything specific. It was like, in these trying times. Yeah, it's like, we are there for you during this time period and we'll help. We'll work with you. It was just, I'm like, I think they might've shot that two years ago. Has something bad <laughs> happened? Yeah. We're all going through this. Well, that's like, uh, that's like you know, like famous people already have their obituary written. So when they die, the, the newspapers can just drop it. I mean, that's a little bit, you know, outdated in the old days of newspapers. Sure. But like, yeah, I mean, you know, when you, when you become Pope, your obituary gets written. So yeah. it's just ready to go. I wrote Foley's last week. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that go? Fingers crossed. <laughs> just says Baba Booey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, so simple guys, joke from a simple man. Oh, I knew yeah. I'd get you eventually. Uh, so you guys, last time we, we were talking about your uh, uh, limited series um, that you guys filmed at the New York Comedy Club, where you had uh, last spot of the night, which mm-hmm. I, it's fantastic. It's now on the club's YouTube page. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's great, and it's just comics talking shop, and it's just uh, it's just very interesting to hear you know people's. Their, the way their night goes and like the worst and the best of what it's like to be a stand-up comic. Have you guys talked about maybe bringing that series back to life once things, once you have a place to actually go perform? We have, you know, that, uh, you know, there was some, there was some interest in, in bringing it back and continuing it. Um, and it's awesome that you guys have it up on the, yeah, the New York great. comedy club, YouTube page. We appreciate that. Um, I, I feel like a lot of things that Kevin and I have done together have just been like an incarnation of like the next thing that we're going to do. You know what I mean? Like everything that we've done has kind of led to where we are now with are you garbage? 
which are like, you know, it, it showcases our dynamic together. You know, there's the comedy element of it. We're talking to comedians, talking about comedy uh, to, you know, to a de- not talking about comedy, but to a degree. You know what I mean? Like it all, it all just kind of has blended into this uh, to this project. Do I sound like an idiot? You guys are oh, a little bit, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, you didn't sound smart. I wouldn't say idiot, but not smart. Um, I was really, dude, I was really fucking faking that, trying to keep that up in the air. Dude, oh, Help me think, out here. We, you didn't let anybody get a word in edgewise. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm we answering how I think I'm supposed to answer. No, yeah, just answer how that. you want to answer. answer. Honestly, what, you're, what's dude, really going you're on? You're so fake, it's insane. Whatever corporate message you think you want to put out, you're in your mom's basement right now. You don't need to be fucking corporate Foley, okay? Kevin, I just want to say I respect your opinion. <laughs> We're all in this together. <laughs> and, uh, and Nick, I, I, want, I want you to thank you for having us on. I think that's a great question. Um, um, let, me get a, let me get a glass of water real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you, got the, you got the pitcher? It's cool, lady. <laughs> <laughs> That water in the, the the water in like courtrooms always in looks Congress, so good. I don't know why. The cl- dude, it, I cl- dude, oh let me my. tell you something. If you're reaching for one of those, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> you need, yeah. You can only buy yourself three seconds, but you need it. Yeah, the, <laughs> it's like the big. It's like the big cold. You got tic tac. I might as well be three years while you're reaching for that thing. Time stands still. I'm sure for you. Because the next move after that is your finger in somebody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me, uh, let me cleanse the palate here before we get into the... Uh, That's funny. Uh, um, I would love to bring it back. It's just from its uh, production standpoint, it's very, it's way more difficult than doing anything else. You know what I mean? It was like a three-camera shoot. It was scheduling you know, we didn't have access to a, the place at all time, you know, and then it's got to be after the shows at night. So it's just very, and trying to schedule comedians because their spots get changed. They miss a show. They, you know, flop. We was, ran out of money. What do you want to hear, Nick? We stink. <laughs> it was just very, we had no produ- cash. We're it was very screwed. production heavy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But it looked and, and I still, and I still owe the guy two fifty for the last round of them, to be honest. Kippy's in the hall. Kippy's in the book. <laughs> Put me on the sheet, daddy. <laughs> Live float, on the sheet. Float me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope you guys bring it back. And if there's any way that, you know, we can make that easier for you guys, you know, that would be great. Because I thought it was a really cool show. You got your checkbook, uh, Nikki? Yeah. <laughs> you, got two, you got 12 grand in 15 minutes? Remember that uh, Remember that conversation we just had about small businesses? <laughs> yeah. Money? yeah. I know. So. Call up Manooch. See if he wants to invest. <laughs> <laughs> the Manooch. Uh, but so what, what, what else What else you guys got going on? I mean, I know you have uh, – are you still doing the Hard Feelings podcast? We're still yeah, doing the hard. Yeah. yeah, you better take this one. Go ahead. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I didn't want you to put us to bed. <laughs> reach, hey, hey, Tubby, reach for a water and let the grown-ups talk. Okay? <laughs> let the innocent men talk. I'm gonna sit over and listen to my music for a little while. <laughs> what, what are you guys? You're in the back watching cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I think Foley's drunk. <laughs> that I'm IPA not, at man. lunch. I'm not. He had I'm that not. IPA at lunch. How strong was that thing? Uh, it went right to his head. <laughs> I swear to God, I feel like I've been goofy the last couple of days on podcast. I'm just fucking happy. <laughs> well, there's no reason to. I mean, what do you got to stress about besides the that's, fact that's the exactly might. what I said. There's no easy kids got no stress. 
I mean, we're um, talking. We're talking like the first time in eleven years where I was in grinding my teeth. Is that what happened to them? Hippie's <laughs> 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 heating up down here in the in South Jersey, baby. Yikes! Everybody hits, folks. Somebody put on the subwoofer. The kids, <laughs> kids dropping a beat. <laughs> um, yeah, we still do, we still do hard feelings when when the quarantine first happened. We were doing daily episodes, kind of just to keep us sane, and you know, because you're not talking to anybody. You're, it was like when you're really fucking quarantined, you know. So we were um, we would do it for a half hour every day, and we did that. Um, but then we also doubled up. Now we're doing two two a week for uh, Are You Garbage? So then we kind of went back to a normal, resumed normal schedule on uh, hard feelings. And, uh, you know, kind of primarily focusing on Are You Garbage, being that that's the only successful thing we've ever done. So we're really putting our eggs in that basket, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not, a bad, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad sure. way to go, go about it. Um, but what's the difference between hard feelings and are you garbage? Hard feelings, you guys just have that, that loving, care, uh, dynamic duo that you guys show so well. About yeah. 10,000 downloads. That's, that's <laughs> the difference. Yeah, about, uh, about, about 10 grand a week. Um, the only difference is we have a guest. So it's the same. It's kind of developed. It's very our relationship because, like, we always judge each other. Like, you know, he'll be like, oh, I was at home and this is what we did. I'm like, oh, that's fucking garbage. Or, you know, it, it was – that was definitely an element of hard feelings. And we kind of just, it's now it's hyper-focused, like just on that. But it's just our same, you know, back and forth. We shit on each other. We make fun of each other. We judge each other. Yeah, we've uh, just really, we've made it a game. We've, we've made it like a, like, a, you know, like a real interview game. Because we ask a lot of the guests the same questions. You know, like, did you have milk for dinner? There's a lot of staples in it. And, um, you know, people, oh, fuck, I'm doing it again. I no, keep going. <laughs> See, if you, you couldn't talk yourself out of a wet paper bag. I don't know why I look at Nick staring at me and I lose all confidence in what I'm saying. Maybe oh, go, well, go put another stain on your shirt, will you? Well, if it's, uh... We've really defined it is what I'm saying. Like we, we've gotten it down to the nitty gritty. We asked, we, you know, we asked the questions. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. Fuck. Ask the um, questions. Yeah. And hard feelings is just like a, a, it's just like a diary for us. You know what I mean? We go, we shit on each other. We, we, you know, just kind of recap the week or whatever. That was the mainly buzzword. a passion project. Cause nobody was really listening to it. Yeah. It was mainly just us of like, Oh, you got to have a podcast and we enjoy it. And we, it's just us genuinely making each other laugh is what hard feelings. Your are. audio manifesto. So yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think I think they're both great shows. I think Are You Garbage? Thank really, you. I think uh, that one is you know you know for the listeners out there, check that one out. You guys have huge guests, but you two you know have you have a way about each other around each other where it's like I feel like I want to just sit around and make fun of you two all day long, and it's just like well, yeah, it's just this is what they are. That's what they do. They're they're great. Yeah. I mean, it's uh it's a great dynamic you two have, and then what you have the guest, and it's just a fun show. And I think uh, that's what we need nowadays is just a little bit of fun, some goofiness, some silliness. You know, we don't have to be so serious like courtroom fully. You know, we don't we don't have to worry about we don't have to worry about that. Ah, uh, your honor. <laughs> I can I concur with uh, with Nick's statement, <laughs> and I think it's a great question. Again, thank oh, you. Thank you. You're you're. This is going to my head. Um. So, any what else, guys? We I mean, we're gonna probably wrap up here. Um. You got anything else you want to plug? I mean, H. I know you're doing the shows in your comedy club, Kevin. You know, you got you got anything coming up? Buddy, I'm wide open. I'm on. I'm I'm taking the summer off. I'm podcasting from my couch three days a week, and that's about it. 
I'm about to fucking drop an Eddie and fire up the grill. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> an Eddie? What's an Eddie? An edible. Oh, my God. You're going to burn the house down. I'm grilling. I'm grilling inside. <laughs> what? what? It was raining. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no. Nice. Just, uh, just all you garbages out there. Uh, like I said, we have awesome guests. We have awesome guests coming up. We just started a Patreon. It's Patreon backslash Are You Garbage. Uh, if anybody wants to listen to the podcast, fall in love with it, and then sign up for exclusive content on Patreon. Or maybe just awesome. sign up for just sign up. Even uh, don't even listen to it. I'd rather I'd rather have you sign up than actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, roll the dice. Live a little bit. <laughs> you got the check. We yeah, we all know you got the check. So let's go. Hey guys, tomorrow ain't guaranteed. Spend, spend, spend. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got. We got to get the economy back on its feet. You know, put the money back into the system. That's right. It's a write-off anyway. At the end of the year, you write it off on your taxes, charitable donation. Look at it this way: you sign up to all your garbage Patreon. Okay, you do the five dollar a month tier. That's three dollars in my pocket. Now I go out to a local business, say a pizzeria. I get myself a nice slice. All right. That puts money in his pocket and to pay his employees and pay the, the soda guy that comes by to deliver the guy that does the gumball machine. Keeps it all going around. High level shit. That's a great. I mean, that is I mean, that's econ 101 right there. Yeah, right? I like how you I like how your microeconomics was about pizza. <laughs> I mean, but layman's terms. I would, have layman's to, I would have terms. to say, H, if you're if you're like me, uh, you're not dropping five dollars at the pizzeria. You're dropping twenty five dollars at the pizzeria because a, you're in New York City, and b, I'm getting more than one slice. Yeah, I'm a you know big. What? I, I was gonna say I'm a big uh, getting dishes at pizza places. That's how great pizza places are in New York. Their food's good. <laughs> Yeah, like they're like, I'll, I'll always get pasta or a fucking entree. That's weird to me. Place. That's weird. Really? Yeah. Oh, you go love it. No, that's 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 crazy. People talk, but you know what's nice about being out of the city <laughs> that you don't do in the city because they're so expensive and you know, nobody really eats like that. Is order a pie. I've been getting a lot of pot, like a whole True. pie. Of, dude, you get a large True. pie. It's like seventeen bucks down here. It's you know what? An artichoke pizza. It's $47 for a fucking pizza pie in New York City. Yeah, dude. It's like artichoke pizza is literally like 60 bucks a pie. Yeah. It's, and you got the soda, not, the garlic knots, the cannoli. It's a fucking, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. And uh, so on the way out, speaking of pizza, what's the, the trashiest topping you could have on a pizza? I To me, there's about four... I don't know. It's five, maybe, acceptable toppings. Oh, acceptable yeah? pizzas. If you would have asked me before the pandemic, you would have got some wild, crazy answers. Okay? But from the pandemic, as Kevin and I have discussed on Hard Feelings and on Are You Garbage, during the pandemic, we both had, a, both had a rekindling with the frozen pizza, specifically the Stouffer's French bread pizza. Oh, okay? and they good night. And they do a deluxe. Okay? It's really a supreme. So a little bit of sausage, a little bit of pepperoni, a little bit of green pepper, maybe an olive. That's my pizza from here on out. That's it. Yeah. Everything else is is gross to me. How do you I feel don't think about it's gross to you? But sure. how do you feel about I'm doing it. pizza? I never had it, but I'll tell you, I've done this. I've I've had pizza. The next day, woken up for breakfast, put the pizza in the oven, which is the best, by the way. It gets so fucking crispy, and then cracked an over easy egg on top of it and had that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I, I I feel like that's a trashy thing, especially the microwavable uh, egg that you put. Oh in God, what? No, that's Dude, you, you seen the commercial for those just cracking egg things? 
where it's like you crack an egg in like a yogurt thing and it like makes a it makes like an egg's benedict it's you put it in the microwave for like 30 it's 30 seconds it's the <laughs> trashiest thing it's called just crack an egg or so that's the name of the company it's just crack an egg new get cracking oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well thanks guys for coming on uh, thank you buddy thanks pal to have you guys on i hope you stay safe and uh come back soon i hope i hope you guys are back in the city soon um for catch sure, h man. hosting the shows at the new york comedy club that we are putting on via zoom every weekend and kevin is on his couch podcasting like a maniac so make sure you're checking out hard feelings are you garbage and whatever else they got going on on their Patreon and whatnot. Yeah, so, buddy. Uh, thanks a lot, guys, for coming on, and we'll see you next time. We'll thanks, see you next man. time, buddy. Thank you. See you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the New York Comedy Club podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and leave a comment. And for tickets to the club, check out newyorkcomedyclub.com.